Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast, where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for tuning in with us today. You can find us online 24-7 at pathtozion.com. Send us an email, pathtozionpodcast at gmail.com, and like, subscribe, share, all these things you can do whenever you would like, if you want to. Give me a thumbs down, that's okay. Do what you need to do. We're going to get right back into it. We're not going to we're not going to go back over a whole lot of anything. We are in the middle. Well, no, we're not in the middle. We're at the very beginning of spiritual osmosis, the assimilation of the church. Now, a little bit of groundwork we laid, interestingly enough, a little play on words there. We talked about foundations. We talked about the importance of foundations, that there's one cornerstone. There is one foundation. His name is Yeshua Messiah. There is no other. We talked about how Yeshua came and he taught and he clearly said, look, if you build a building with no foundation, it will not stand. It says when, when, when something comes, immediately goes down, crashes down. Now we're seeing this all throughout the church right now, as the church is in full on panic mode, as now an evil man is in the White House, now it's evil, <laughs> judgment's coming and... Now bad things are going to happen because the good guy's out of office. Oh my gosh, this is a front and center example that's like in bold print, glowing neon lights, whoop, 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 problem right here in front of your noses, Christian church. This is what we're going to talk about. That's an identifier. We'll get to that later. But we talked about how the Bible talks about there's one architect and builder. Now this is the one that, that Abraham was was set upon the father of the nations now the 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 father of God's people he was set and he was looking for the city which had what a foundation that's upon the architect and builder Yahweh Elohim no other everything else is going to be shaken and fall away so we talked about foundations and the importance of them now now just to talk a little bit more and elaborate a bit about this assimilation of the church, because we talked about, um, in part one, we talked about what osmosis is and why I would name this spiritual osmosis. Now, again, we're not trying to be, you know, super scientific, you know, spiritual science. I'm not talking like that, but this, at the at the true description and, and, and understanding of what these words mean, again, I spent a lot of time trying to find words that rightly demonstrated what I was seeing in my imagination. Because in my mind, I kept seeing this global religion, this one world religion that, again, is not coming. It's not coming. It's now here, and we're going to prove that to the, to the deepest levels I know how in, in a short amount of time, that it's already here. And the church, the Christian church, is already in. She's already in, but it's coming in greater measure. And this osmosis is a subtle and or gradual absorption into a greater entity, a greater, a greater body even, we could say, a greater grouping. A religious order that is already here and established established clearly in the nations, including this one right here, except the only, the irony is the Christian church thinks she's unique. She thinks she's different. 
She thinks that she's not gone the way of the nations, just like we established in the Inhabitants series. People believe that this nation is unique. We proved without any question that the founding of this nation was on ancient pagan deities, gods and goddesses, Libertas, Minerva. I don't have time to go into all that again. It's clear this nation is not unique in any way whatsoever, and they drew from a pantheon of ancient gods and deities. To what? To empower the people of America, the United States of America, the, the out-of-many one reality that I said is not about states becoming one nation. It's about a pantheon of gods, many becoming one people, a united people. Now, we'll have a little bit of God in there. We'll, we'll throw some God in there and we'll say things like creator and oh, great creator. Yeah. Well, is that God? Like, is that the God of the Bible? Is that the God of Genesis? Sure. Freedom of religion. And here we are, the, the American church. She's bought into it. Again, a subtle and gradual absorption. Now, this may sound crazy, and I understand that, but please stay with me because this is going to open some eyes. Again, whatever eyes are ready and willing to be open, the scales to come off, if you're willing to let go of your identity. This is such a key factor, man. This is a literal key. As I kick the, as I kick the camera, <laughs> it's a literal key. Literally. That's not metaphor. It's a literal key to unlock the doors to have eyes to see say, I never knew. I never knew that what I've been calling good was really, it's become evil. So we're going to talk about that some more. So the church I'm presenting has been drawn in, assimilated, without her even noticing. She has over time been swallowed up into the deception. And again, that's the image I kept seeing in my prayer time. And like I said, in a couple dreams that I had uh, a week ago, that she has been literally swallowed up. Now pay attention to this because we're going to read some scriptures. You're going to be like, no way. No way is that in there. Okay. Words matter. Words matter in the Bible. Word studies can change entirely a position and understanding both when we give it a chance. And we're going to do that with this swallowed up imagery. It's going to blow your mind. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. Blue mind. So the church has been, again, assimilated, brought into, swallowed up by the, the one world religious mindset, and she does not see it. She doesn't know. And sadly, now this, this we're going to have to just breeze by this for now, or this is going to be an episode to come in this series. I would say... Now, this one, I'm going to have to be gentle, okay? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm going to have to be gentle, and I'm, I'm going to pretend that <laughs> it's a, this is a little baby bird, <laughs> and, and I'm going to bring her to you, and I'm going to say, and she's, or let's say a baby bunny. Bunnies are more gentle and sweet, right? Because a bird, it could be anything. a baby vulture. <laughs> okay, I've got this little baby bunny. It's only a few days old. It's fluffy. So innocent, so pure, so beautiful. And I put it out here, okay? <laughs> this is so true now. I'm literally doing, I'm literally about to do this to you. And I take this baby bunny and I put her up in front of you and I say, we've got to kill her. We've got to kill this bunny. This bunny 
has got to go. Now, for reasons you understand, I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) this isn't an animal cruelty message. I'm talking about like, metaphorically speaking, something that is very precious and and beautiful and like you want to hold it and hug it and it's it it's somehow attached to your heart and to your identity even metaphorically speaking and i'm going to say that thing's got to go now this now just pay attention let's just get to it it's like ripping off a band-aid let's just do it i'm going to say that sadly this assimilation has come via the white american jesus who's here to give you whatever you want, bring you whatever you need. I think a lot of the the one world government, the one world governmental religious order is come through white man Jesus. The one who just comes and just, again, just get him into your heart. Did you ask Jesus into your heart, Susie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? I mean, let's be honest. Let's be hard. Like I'm, like I'm always saying, let's be hard now. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's your lollipop. Get in the water with Pastor Jim. Let's just be honest. In many ways, that's what Christianity is, has become. And we've talked about how that's not what Yeshua talked about. Like, hey, did you count the cost before you started building? Did you count the cost first? Because if you didn't, you're going to look like a fool because there's no house on the foundation. And here we are. Modern-day Christianity, if there's a foundation now, if, where in the world's the building? Where's the building? Where's what, what was supposed to come after the, the establishing of the foundation? Where is it? Valid question. I think this is in part now because of the the propping up and the presentation of of white man Jesus who did away with everything Yah- angry Yahweh God did back in that ooh ooh don't touch that Exodus stuff don't go back there that's bondage and law Jesus did all away with that brother it's all gone that doctrine has taken the church and moved her to be deceived Moved her to be deceived into this one world religion that we're going to talk about as we continue. So, as I've said before, you know, back 13, 15 years ago around there, we we started looking into all this one world reality stuff in our house. Just me and my wife then. And I learned a lot then, and I unplugged for a long time, and then I've come back in. Because this age we live in is chock full of like present moment examples of this reality of this one world religious mindset that's permeating the church. You may not see it yet, but you're going to. Please stay please stay with me. More on this offensive proposal in a few minutes about the white man Jesus doctrine. We've not known him as he was. We're not we we don't know him. Much of the church. I was not handed a biblical Yeshua Jesus Messiah. I was not taught him and it's dangerous. It's become it's become the doctrine of demons. Let's just be real hard. All of us on some point at some point and in some measure have bought into this agenda that's been in place for a very long time. This is not something that started last Wednesday. 
This isn't something that started back when, oh my goodness, this is ancient old. This is nothing new at all. This is a present moment reality. It was bad a year ago, and it's bad today. It was evil a year ago. It's evil today. I know that's a revelation for many people. But but all of this stuff that we're going to start to hone in on a little bit more is what I'm, again, I'm going to use this word properly now, Luciferian. Again, that sounds like something, oh, what's, what's this word? He's talking crazy. What What's next? Aliens? No, we're not talking like that. We're talking real life. A, an example of Luciferian is anything that is is the antithesis of what Yahweh God designed governmental order that he established in the garden. We can go all the way back. You can go and listen to the What is Man series at pathdesign.com that we did two years ago, talking about the reality of how mankind, humanity, was created to rule and reign and govern the earth. They were to walk as the authority figure over the earth. Everything in it was under his control and subjection, given to us by the Creator, given to us by Creator God. That was to be our function. We rebelled, gave that up, and surrendered it. And now we know, as we talk about regularly, now the earth, the world, is under the heavy-handed sway of the evil one. Okay? So until we come out of this, that's what I mean, this Luciferian agenda, which is a a product, if you will, of the rebellion back in the Garden of Eden, where literally the governmental order shifted— from man in the image and likeness of the Father. Again, as I always say, the imagers, reality, we were meant to be imagers in human form of our Creator. We surrendered that right and authority, and we gave it to the fallen Luciferian agenda. That's all I mean. I'm not using that word to try to be flashy. I'm not. I mean it in its true context. But it's masquerading as spiritual light. Again, we hear words like Luciferian, and we want to dim the lights and put on black capes and talk about the Luciferian agenda. We're not talking about that, okay? I'm not saying there isn't that, but I'm not talking about that right now. But this, is, this has been sold to all of us in, in some way or another. We may realize it in measure, and we may not at all. Who knows? But this... Luciferian agenda that is part of this one world religion ideal is masquerading as many ways as spiritual light, good things, good. Again, we hear words like Luciferian, we think we're talking about a horror movie or something like that. That's not the case. Remember how we started back in part one, just moments ago, talking about, I asked you to imagine spiritual darkness. I said, envision, if you will, spiritual darkness, devil, demons, principalities, powers, evil. I said, what do you see? What do you imagine? What do you envision? What does that look like to you? Did you see light? Did you see something or someone desirable? Did you see anything beautiful and like alluring to you? As I said, probably not. And that's the problem. That's the problem I'm going to submit as part of, of the one of the main components of this, this issue of being drawn into this, again, this sounds like conspiracy S, but the one world religious order that is now here, 
that the church is jumping into and slowly being lowered and what? Assimilated, swallowed up into. You probably did not see something desirable. So calling out darkness is easy. Calling out what we think is just in the, in the limelight of evil, that's easy, man. Anybody can do that. That's easy. The religious do it all day. This guy's this, this guy's that, this agenda is this, you know, and it's dumbed down to be like gas prices and taxing, you know, all these things. And everybody's attention is all right here. See, Biden's already putting in all these things that's cramping our life. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming, but it's not him. And you're staring at him and you're staring at a democratic agenda and you're missing the whole point. You're missing the whole point that that is in place to lure you in and assimilate you into a one world, one religion order that's that's winning by by sucking you into all the periphery issues and you miss you miss the greater issue at hand. All of us, I do too. In measure But the church seems to have forgotten that Hasatan, Satan, the devil, okay, we can get into all that. We don't have time for all this stuff. People won't watch if I do four-hour parts to these things, and I can't do 40-hour series. (laughs) That's why we have to engage in person, on couches. The church seems to have forgotten that Hasatan, Satan, the devil... It's not one entity now. Biblically speaking, we're not talking about one super evil Lucifer individual and there's nobody else. Like, Hasatan is a complicated principle. It's a complicated fact. (laughs) But their rebellion and original purpose and function was, was surrendered because they were originally in light. They were in the presence of, of Yahweh Elohim now. Do you understand this? Do we understand the pre-rebellion world? No. <laughs> Maybe a little. The pre-rebellion of the fallen ones now. It's this, it's this scene and scenario that we can't even wrap our, wrap our minds around properly. And because we don't do that and we don't study ancient understanding and we think that's all just crazy, you know, mysticism, we're left here today ignorant. We just see our own vision of the devil. The devil's really after me today. I need to pray harder. And that's just where we stop. This elementary thinking. But we have to remember that that these beings... The, the, the Hasatan reality, the Luciferian reality, was these are beautiful beings created by Yahweh God now. Beautiful. Cherubim, seraphim, which are different than angels. If we think about the Garden of Eden, was, was let's, let's pose it like this. Was Eve driven out in fear and disgust by the serpent? Because look into all the if you want to study stuff, look into the serpent. The shining one. It's 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 intimately acquainted with cherubim and seraphim. The shining ones. Hasatan. 
Eve was drawn in by the deceiver. Do you understand this principle? This is very important now. Eve was drawn in and allured by the Luciferian presentation. Okay? So to make if I'm I'm man, Father, help me to make this make sense. What I'm saying is just like Eve, if we're not careful, we're going to be allured in, drawn in to the Luciferian one world religion order. If we're not careful, because it's the same. Nothing, nothing is new now. That worked to the letter when Hasatan came up with this idea to betray mankind, to deceive in their vulnerability and in what? In their desire, in their free will, in their desire via free will to what? To become like God. Because that's what he did now. Do we understand that? The Luciferian mindset says, you don't need one true God. You don't need him. You can have Buddha. You can have Muhammad. You can have Confucius. We went through all of that in the stuff. Isn't that interesting? Those are all the individuals that are named as some of the greatest lawgivers in history. You can have goddess Libertas. You can have goddess Columbia. And dare we say, you can have little Christian white man Jesus who instituted a new religion and undid all that that hard stuff that Yahweh God said you had to do. Friends, do you hear what I'm saying? Please listen with an open heart to what I'm saying and what I'm presenting as a possibility. This is what I had to reckon with not long ago. That the white man modern-day new religion Jesus had replaced the eternal ways of Yahweh Elohim through the doctrine I had been told, through the misunderstandings of Paul's teaching. I had to face, I've not known Yahweh God. I've known modern-day new age Jesus who said, but he didn't say, He actually said, I didn't come to abolish all the stuff. I didn't come. What was taught? The law, the prophets, the capital S scriptures is what birthed the post-Yeshua, post-Pentecost church. The Old Testament now. (laughs) On the other side of Yeshua Messiah, with what he did added on top to show as a demonstration, this, this is what it looks like when a human, keeps God's laws to perfection. And I've come to show you it can be done because like we told you in Deuteronomy, this is not too hard for you, but you've forgotten that. And now law givers, law teachers have created their own oral laws. And I'm saying I am coming against that because God's ways, God's laws need no addition, brother. They don't don't need any help. They don't need any help. Perfect, flawless, And I'm the God man, and I'm saying we're going back to what was lost. Already, already lost then. And holy cow, fast forward to now what's been forsaken. Why? New religion Jesus. New religion Jesus. He started a new religion. And I'm telling you, friends, this is touchy. I know it. It hurts. It's what we do here. (laughs) We hurt one another for our own good so that we're set free. 
So again, did you see light? Did you see something alluring? Because that is what Eve saw in the Garden of Eden. She didn't see some horrible fanged beast coming out of the bushes and trying to grab her. She was deceived. What is deception? You, in your own ignorance and your self-exaltation, see something that's desirable. Desirable. That's the word used in the scriptures. She saw that it was good. She saw that it was desirable. And she went for it, and she ate. And her husband came, and he ate. And humanity joined the Luciferian agenda. And that's what I mean by Luciferian. The agenda is this, the overreaching agenda that started then and goes all the way to right now and will continue until Yeshua Messiah says enough, which I don't know why in the world that hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Sure not up to me, though. But until that happens, that agenda that started in the garden continues. Of what? A million ways to come to you and say, deify yourself according to your terms, friend. You want Buddha? We already went through that. You want new religion, Jesus? Fine with us, because it's divorced from the commands of Yahweh Elohim. Because you don't have to do that stuff anymore. You don't have to do that. Be a good person. Go to church. Love your neighbor. We have to be careful that we're not being lured in, because we are. The church is being lured in. Ezekiel chapter 28. You had the seal of perfection. Who who is this Luciferian being? Who is Hasatan? Who in the world is the devil? Let's let Scripture tell us. You, he, had the seal of perfection, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The ruby, topaz, diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper, the lapis lazuli, the turquoise, emerald, the gold. The workmanship of your settings and sockets was in you. On the day you were created, they were prepared. You were the anointed cherub who covers, and I placed you there. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked in the midst of the stones of fire, blameless in your ways from the day you were created until unrighteousness was found in you. This being, a beautiful being of light and stones and gold, yet still an army of rebellious ones, because we know it was a company that went, that rebelled. These beings today, we're not going to get into a bunch of stuff that would probably just make you check out and say, oh, too much. We won't get into that. I'm trying to dose this out in rightful measure that you can actually hopefully believe. (laughs) They're conning the unsuspecting masses with this Luciferian agenda. In the church, by taking advantage of her spiritual slumber and ignorance. We should know by now, but let's be honest, we don't. We don't know much. I drew this on our whiteboard this morning. We'll bring today a little bit around to a close here. About the decline of truth and and distinction and set-apartedness is what I wrote on our board of the church. Like from the beginning now, 
It's just this constant decline. And, and I went back to the very beginning, and I, I would put spikes of holy consecratedness. <laughs> well, because we had the kings. We'd have a, a good king uh, right in the eyes of the Lord. Peak, unrighteous king, idolatry, Asherah poles in the temple, sacrifices to false idols. And we'd had this. And then Yeshua Messiah comes. Bam! Righteousness is on the earth. Justice, as the Father defines it. A man bringing the gospel reality, the Emmanuel reality. It's beautiful, man. Huge peak. But man, since he ascended, and we're going to get to that clearly, decline. So much so that by the third century, everything that the church had been doing eradicated. Why? Culture. Luciferian agenda masquerading as the church. Well, we're building we're building our own church now. All this Jewish stuff, get it out of here. Can't do that anymore. Feasts? Nope. No more feasts. Sabbath? Uh-uh. Changing that. Sunday, day of the sun. Oh, huh. they'll forget about that in a few years. They'll forget it's pagan. And friends, we have. I'm telling you, things that we're beginning to do in our own household right now seems like foolishness. Why? Because we're so divorced from what the people of God always used to do and we're identified by doing. Now, rules, law, works, ah, foolishness. Why? We've bought into a one-world religion extension and just white man Jesus new religion new new idea as if God's way didn't work before I've always been taught man couldn't keep the law man couldn't please God before that's why Jesus came not true not true not biblically accurate whatsoever it's not why aren't we why don't we do Shabbat anymore Sabbath on Saturdays we even, if you can read the creation story, you know that's when Yahweh the Creator rested. The church had a new idea, new religion. And Jesus, the, the Western version of Jesus, is the leader of it. And I'm saying it's not a biblical Jesus. I'm just going to throw that out there and be hard right here. I don't believe it's the Jesus of the Bible, the Yeshua Messiah, the Jewish Yeshua. It's not. It's a westernized white man. We all know the pictures, right, of him in the robe. His beautiful cut beard, man. He's a beautiful, handsome man. <sighs> Flowing robes. We've all seen it. Don't, don't lie to yourself now and think, well, I don't see him like that. And you're trying to get it out of your mind. No, you do. You do. We all do. We all have this vision of a beautiful, smiling Jesus with his wonderfully white teeth and his beautiful flowing hair in the wind with, again, with a nice little chiseled beard sitting with the children on his lap. Right? Let's be honest. It's not Yeshua Messiah. It's not. And I'm telling you, it may seem like you may be able to for now, but you're not going to for long, to disconnect those and think they're unrelated, but I'm telling you they're not, and it's part of the Luciferian agenda, I'm telling you, for anyone who has eyes to see it. <sighs> We've been deceived. I've been deceived, but we're coming out. 
We're being given an, an option to come out. Now we're going to compare some things real quick, and we're going to cut this one off. We're going to compare kingdoms and dominions, light and dark. Ben, and I'm going to propose this, and we'll cut this one off. What if the light and the dark, the good and evil that you've been fed in media and culture and movies and music, I'm telling you, this stuff sounds silly, but you've been so programmed. All of us have been so programmed, which is why I praise the Father. We came out of the world. We stopped. We got rid of our television. We don't go to movies. We don't watch movies. I don't watch Hallmark movies because I don't. It's foolishness. It's foolishness. Entertainments, 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 entertainments to no end. And all of it is tainted with this message of a Luciferian one religion mindset programming you, programming all of us. Every time we turn it on, it's telling us something for a purpose to make us assimilate into the whole. And if you don't believe that, friends, I'm sorry. You've, we've got to give ourselves to realize, man, what if this is true? What if this is true? There's one cornerstone. Like this, okay, so we'll talk about this. Perfect example, we can't go by because it's perfect. You got Trump, you've got Biden. You've got good guy, Christian, evangelical, patriotic men. Good guy, he's good. Joe Biden. Evil. Well, he's for abortion, Joel. Oh, man, how many times have we talked about this? You've got good versus evil. So good guys out, bad things happen, bad guys in, judgment's coming, bad, 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 evil, evil. And I'm telling you, the good guy, evil, evil. Well, what about Israel? What about the unborn? All these things, all of these things now, all of these things are to keep you right up here, distracted, at realizing there's something at the foundation that is ruling all of this stuff. Even the good things, the light things, all of it is to suck me in to the good dog, bad dog, duking it out. All of it, friends, is trying to get you into the Luciferian agenda to pull you away from the eternal foundation that Yahweh Elohim established. Let's stop here for now. We'll go to part three. No? Yes, part three. What are we talking about? The big words again, spiritual osmosis, the assimilation of the church. Again, the church, I believe, well, I'm convinced what the Father's saying is to warn the church that she's slowly being drawn in to the one world religion. She's being drawn in, again, gradual absorption and mingling into a one-world religion. And Joel, she doesn't know it. You've got to tell them to wake from their slumber. So friends, that's what we're doing. That's the attempt. That's why we take time to do this. Maybe God will let me speak on something. Maybe God will give me this prophecy tonight. If I eat enough nachos right before bed, he'll give me a prophecy that tells me that, that every person in Christianity will get a million dollars tomorrow, and I can actually get like famous and stuff. What do we want? I want truth. I don't hold truth in its absolute form, but I want it. I believe there's something for us to learn. So here we are. What are we doing? It's the Path to Zion podcast. We're rediscovering the ancient way. Find us online 24-7. 
pathtozion.com. Send us an email, won't you? Let us know where you are. Let us know what you think. Good, bad, indifferent. It's fine here. pathtozionpodcast at gmail.com is the place to do it. We'll be back with part three right after this. Amen.